Welcome back to another episode of I Ain't a Hound Dog. I'm just trying to pound, dog. Ha! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Very pleasant good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to a new collaboration. It's your favorite dynamic duo on this bitch. I am one half of this operation. I am Jeremy Scott, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. John Salvatore. And I am joined by my partner in crime. What's good? What's good, y'all? It is me, Rain, DuPont Deluxe. I'm holding on strong. Happy to be here. Let's get this shit going, man. Glad you are back. (laughs) Jim, before we get into the show. Yeah. I have watched that TikTok clip. Um, Jeremy Scott and mm. this um the cat <laughs> it has come across my for you page like five different times and each time I watch it I'm in tears because <laughs> him naming this cat is yes. so it's so Elder statesman queer, like it's such yes. like the older queens, like like that are in their sixties now. Yes, yeah, that energy, and I'm like, this boy is not even thirty, but okay, right. I love it. I love I love us sometimes. Like this is the fuckery that I'm here for. I'd rather content like this yes. instead of think pieces on, you know. Why is such and such taking 100 loads of of uh, I'm like, oh my god, yo, <laughs> oh fuck yeah, that's um the world we live in, man. It it's is. all about the loads. Unfortunately, I I need us to have an incursion because one of these worlds has to end because I'm ready to go somewhere. My God, make it quick. Make it quick. Shit. My God, today. Yeah, so, man. We're bringing that. Actually, so you sent me something on Twitter yeah. the other day. All right. About. <laughs> it was something in reference to. I could have you because we sent each other so much stuff. It was something in reference to Echo. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck <laughs> Echo. Like, I am so, like, I hope it never comes out. Burn through that shit. Write it off the way they did back. Like, I turn it down. Burn it. Mm, Burn it. Yeah. Like, ugh. Marvel, Kevin, I don't know. They don't I, 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 that was just a. You knew it was going to be a wasted project when they said, let's just drop all of it at one time. Excuse me? Dang, what was the... I don't it know. It was they... one thing to move the releases from Friday to Wednesday. Yeah. But doing everything at one time. I even get the two-episode premiere. Mm-hmm. That was... That, that tracked for me. Because it's a new show. You want to get mm-hmm. people interested. Because you know you're doing it every week, but dropping right, right. time, I, I just have a feeling it's, I, I don't know, and no, I'm, I can't I agree. blame it on the strike because from what I understand, the shit's been in the can. Yeah, a lot of their projects though are like that. It's like Marvel is not, MCU is not the house of ideas like they were before. Like you're not getting Iron Man one type 
deal or even Hulk with um uh Norton. You're not even right. getting that again from them. So I, to be quite honest, I think Barbie and Mattel with their new MCU is probably going to blow the regular MCU out of the water. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. I just maybe they will. I cause... see I I some of the properties seem interesting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like the Polly Pocket. I'm like, how how is that? Like, the fact that Lena Durham is attached, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm I'm good, but I'm like, so you have Barbie and Polly Pocket. I would have. I don't want Barbie to necessarily have a sequel, but mm-hmm. it'd be nice to maybe see characters from the movie, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. other places, or even a Ken movie, not necessarily with Ryan Gosling. You know, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or something. I don't know, but I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm not. I don't know how you're gonna rock them, sock them, bro. I just, I, mm-hmm. I think it's a um, give me give me like a an outline and maybe that can sway me because what must mm-hmm. sound good. Yeah. But we we're bringing back and we swapped out some segments for this show. So we're going to start with Say Three Nice Things. So, Mr. Coleman, would you like to start off or would you like to open us up? Um, I, I, will, I will start. I will start. Okay. I will start off. Yeah. Okay. So um, Say Three Nice Things. Um, this one kind of messed me up because I couldn't remember if you didn't like this person. So I actually switched it out and we'll go with Say Three Nice Things about the MCU series Echo. Uh, one. Oh, we have not noticed. There's that synergy again. <laughs> um, Charlie Cox was rumored to be guesting, which was going to lead into Daredevil: Born Again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Charlie Cox, so that could potentially lead into a She-Hulk reference, which, I'll, contrary to everyone else out there, I actually enjoyed She-Hulk. Mm-hmm, yeah. Same. Two, <laughs> I'm all about projects that have representation, especially in a lead role. So for mm-hmm. to be a woman of color, I think that is dope. I just don't mm-hmm. think that this was the project to have that in. Mm, okay, has been shit. If we were just giving people their own show, we could have <laughs> Misty Night show. But hello, mm-hmm. um, three. The show is in the same cinematic universe <laughs> as Division. Now that is a flex for the show, canceled or not. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only flex. so yes, those are my three nice things about uh the ill-fated uh MCU series Echo. Oh, perfect. Okay, okay. That's those were great. Those were great. Um Okay, now keeping with TV, okay. say three nice things about Mayfair Witches. Oh my God, bro, you're <laughs> killing me. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, one, um, presumably it is connected um, to interview with the vampire. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll I doubt we'll get a, a Louis or Lestat cameo or reference. Maybe we'll get references by other characters, maybe a Daniel Malloy mm-hmm. or an Armand or even a Magnus. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Um two even though he, I feel like he was a token character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cyprian, um, that man delivers on screen. Yeah, he, I agree. Given the weak material of the script. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
And lastly, there was gay representation with Uncle Cortland. Um, <laughs> <Dead queen. laughs> we, we love queer representation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, albeit it was of the Caucasian persuasion, but mm -hmm. you know, it's still a win for the queers. So hey, three <laughs> nice things to say about a show that I will never watch again. Oh, same. Okay. Okay. Fire. Yeah. Um, baby out with the bath water. Okay. Um <laughs> the final one, and I think this one say three nice things about the is black okay girls. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. Okay. Um mm, oh, this is gonna be a hard. Three nice things. Um, <laughs> if we're just keeping it bare bones, they are mm -hmm. black. Okay. And okay, I love black people. Mm -hmm. We all do fucked up things. I'm speaking holistically. I love <laughs> people. Mm -hmm. um, two. Oh, I love that people can stand in what they believe. Mm -hmm. Even if what they believe, I find, and a lot of people find, to be bullshit. Yes, there we go. That is two, three. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, whether male, female, or non-binary, um, they do nut, and nutting is always fun. So I know I love when I nut, and when other people, I see other people nut. So um, it's a nice thing. That is a very creative. Yes, that is it. Um, and then for listeners out there who are not aware, the is black okay type folks, um, archetype or whatever are black people, usually black queer folks, but does not um stop at queer folks who lust after white um attention in a way that is gross, thick. <laughs> yeah, it's not I like this white person and I'm interested in them, it's very much like seeking out areas of white folks who are probably not going to be interested in you but also <laughs> um taking that chance of being the token and being okay with that so it's uh, a very non-genuine type of interaction but yes good you that was great john <laughs> thank you i i love how you broke that down for our listeners oh uh, yeah um yes, see mine are very pointed so i i i did not give them you know, the presentation <laughs> that you gave me. So uh bear with me because no, working on himself each and every day. Mm -hmm. I don't play <laughs> but I have a great heart. Our first contender for you to say three nice things about oh god Charles Xavier. Bro, what the fuck? Um <laughs> pass no um I hmm. Uh oh, despite him being a fucking asshole mm -hmm. um, at every turn, he did manage to bring together a found family that everybody enjoys, even if they don't enjoy every character. So he even through deception, like with Storm, but we ain't gonna get to that. Um, he did bring together a ragtag group of conventionally attractive white folks that then ultimately developed into a POC that everybody seems to like. So kudos for that. That's one. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, he is the most competent of his siblings. Um, his sister is not the brightest and he has foiled her at 
him or his surrogate children at some step of the way. So though he's an asshole and she should have ate him in the womb, um, he still <laughs> he did that. Um he is and maybe not canonically on page, but he's very queer. Um and well, yeah, no, fuck it. I'm gonna go with it. He's very queer in the way he's coded, um, especially oh, alongside sure. his lover, he's a punk. Eric. He, he is, is. A punk. he is a, a good a, old a flat Mary Jane. Hello. <laughs> a slim punk in a bodysuit. So um <laughs> so you know, like you said about Cortland, there's that representation. And and though queers are great folks, I am though I don't like him, I think seeing us as villains um and heroes is a good thing to have that balance. So that's my three nice things about Charles, bitch ass Francis Xavier. <laughs> okay. Well done, well done. Our next player, and this kind of ties into yours, um, Christian Walker. Please say three nice things about Christian Walker. That nigga that flip flop, that with the uh, with the blue contacts and uh, Mister Lights oh, himself. Oh my god, nigga. Um, he oh, presumably he is a great gymnast. Cause when he like uh, acne face fucking like all star gymnast when he had that interview with his dad like years ago in high school, so that's good. Yeah, he's a, he, he, I think he's a cheer captain or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, so that's it's always good to see uh, men, males in those um, spaces because you black know, males. Yeah, even if the, well, yeah. So yes, yeah. So that's good. He's that. Um, he, um, he, he, <laughs> okay, um, okay, walk with me with this one. I'm walking. One of my favorite TV shows is Leverage. Leverage is a show about a cast of five folks who go on heist and they pretty much are like Robin Hood for different people who've been wronged. Um, through the show Leverage, they break down different archetypes of different characters you might find in those type of stories. And one of which that I enjoy is Sophie, who is a grifter. Um, and... In fiction, it's to be adored, even though he is a real-life grifter. Um, I feel like at, le it's, at least he's committed to his grift. I'll say that. He's very committed to his grift. Okay. Yeah. So I, I yeah. So that that's, that's consistency, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, and also, he... He has a large forehead. Um, and so More that it's a nut on up here with for you. Yeah, you know, that's you know, so that's well, well, even you know what, I'll take it a step further. Let me look this up just to make sure before I lie. Um Um he he um he has, with that forehead, um, he. Do, I'm looking at this side by side. He he has somewhat ethnic features, which I think only proves well in in like the way, like his that hair texture, that four C hair texture. That and then like because I can see no because that, that process curly kid. I can see through. Yeah, yeah, he's very he he has eyebrows that a lot of folks would kill for. He has very he has full, eyebrows that pay for. There you go. Yes. So independently of it of the collective, his features um look great on other people. I'll say that. I will give Is you that because he definitely looks like a nigga. He does not look multiracial, multi-ethnic. 
he just looks black and waffle mm. color. I get it. I'm here for waffle it. color. This is key. Yep, that is correct. Is that the episode title? Kind of waffle color is key. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> All right, we're going to slide over to another uh, segue, Jones. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, we're <laughs> doing our next segment. Is he cute or is he light skinned? Uh, mm. I'm. I, I'll, I'll start on this, and I will give okay. you the three um, contenders. Mm-hmm. And this first one, I already know, but I, I, I just want the listeners to hear how oh, behind the scenes. <laughs> first up, Mr. Kingsley Benadier. Yes, is cute all day. Or is yes. he light skinned? Yeah, that nigga cute. It like. Come on, you. There's no way in in whatever stage of life, be he an old man in scrolls or in Hannah, or be he a young man in Barbie. Absolutely, yes. Uh Negro features, big ass head, nice lips, long tongue. That motherfucker. Yeah, he's cute. He's he's a cute guy. Like just adorable. Like yeah. it's something about those soft, innocent eyes. And there's a twinkle in them, and that just adorable <laughs> smile, and that really took center stage for me and Barbie. Like I could not take my eyes off the screen for him and Barbie. Okay, yeah, so I was right on the money with this one. So this mm-hmm. next one you have to look up because I, I, you may not know it right off the bat, but mm-hmm. it, it will tie into things later. Um, next up, Taquan Richmond. Taquan. Taquan Richmond. Mm. Mm. What was he in? Let me... He was in. He's Drew from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, oh yeah, and F- he was on I... Boomerang. Yeah. Um. Okay. He's kind of odd for me. Um. Only, only because there's not a lot of people like I still. Uh, He's one of the actors who I see as a child. He's always 12 to me. But I do, but I've seen him, I've seen him in Boomerang. I've seen him as an adult. So I like can see that he's physically a grown man. Um he, he just he looks, looks out to me. Like I was on his Instagram when I would when I was picking people, I was looking at the Instagram, and I was like, he still just looks like Drew from everybody. Yeah. Else. And he, that's from almost 15 years ago. Yeah. But I mean, but also look at um um what's the nigga name? But, um but Tyler looks older. Yeah. Oh no, like, no, yeah, absolutely. Grown. I don't feel like Taekwon looks grown the way that Tyler Yeah. Does. I'm looking at him now and I'm like, nigga, you still look like a B2K cast member. Right, um, he got that little baby face. Um I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with his cute. Um, because to me he looks like a boy next door. He like he looks like just a regular black dude you would see in any major city. He just looks like I went to school with that nigga or my you know, baby cousin dating no nigga that looked like that. So I, I think he's cute. I think he's right, cute. Right. And I think he would be like if he was dark skinned, he'd be cute. If he was brown skinned, he would be cute. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Was, you know, Glazian or mm-hmm. Latino. So yeah, yeah. I, I think he's universally a little cute guy. Yeah, this last one I'm curious, but I don't see it. But uh, oh no, what the fuck? Just set me up and shit. I don't <laughs> see it, nigga. But, I'm just curious because a might. lot of times we're on the same page, but sometimes we, we are not on the same page. So I'm curious. Mm. Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Now I'm going to say yes. Now let me tell you why. Um, because Steph Curry looks like one of my first crushes when i look at him versus looking at like taekwon he does look like every other black boy anybody i could see out anywhere but i don't think there's appeal there in the same way so i see exactly what you're saying steph curry to me just fulfills that damn a pre-adolescent fucking crush um ice skin with curly hair right like precious like so it's not it's not so I'm gonna say yes because you know the 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 little kid in me is like yes we like that nigga but like me as an adult it's like eh you're a dime a dozen I see the appeal um but I'm still gonna say he's cute just because my first couple crushes was this nigga right here <laughs> so right so yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah for that reason alone other than that mm, 
Oh. His wife is cuter than him. I don't. She is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So that means it's fan cast time. And we'll let you kick yours off and then we'll go to break and then I'll come back and give you mine. And then we'll do our table topic. And then it's bada bing, bada boom, we out of here. Wait, what? Nigga, hold up, John, because I think you're running through this. Did I? I didn't do. Oh, no, no. After you know, after you, oh. after you give me yours, <laughs> we will go into fan cast. I, I was like, wait a minute. This oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We on a, a time limit? No. Uh, oh, okay. no, no. We're not on a time limit. Okay. Um, this way, I, I kind of, I, I, I tried to have a little um, thing. Oh, no. Saying. The reason I, I think I did that because I was looking down at my notes and I saw Steph Curry and then I saw what I had circled for fan cast question mark, question mark. <laughs> Okay, because I was like, "Woo!" Okay, oh I'm lord, in. I'm nerd now. I'm nervous. I got the cue. Oh. oh no, no, because this this is no. I don't think this is. Um, I feel like you got this. Okay. Um, for number one, uh, comment, Lonnie Rashad, ball nigga change. A nigga named Lonnie. I feel like a nigga named Lonnie can do no wrong. <laughs> I feel like Common personally has some potep. Uh, ideologies I may not uh, <laughs> connect with. But let me see. It's kind of cute. I'm going to say yes because, I, one, I find his speaking voice. I find such an appeal mm-hmm. in his speaking voice. I feel like aesthetically he is quite handsome. Um, mm-hmm. What really made <laughs> I'm embarrassed because I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna reference a movie that I really enjoy and then oh I followed DVD when it came out. Oh. Um, I loved him in Just Right. Like there was I knew you was gonna say sensitivity that. <laughs> that he had, and he like again he's just so good looking, and I think he's got those features and that voice. Well, voice doesn't matter, but those features that mm-hmm. were darker. It would be just as great. He would look just as mm. if he was even lighter. He would look just as great. So I, okay, I, that's fair. That's yes. fair. Yeah, I, I agree. That's and then I love that his, his mm. name is Lonnie. Yeah, look, man, that I learned that early on, and I I was standing for that nigga. Okay, cool, cool. I think I think uh, we agree on that one. Um, next one, Cornell Haynes Jr., aka Nelly. Oh, 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 21 year old me, 19 year old me, 20 year old me is sliding out of her seat. Oh, Cornell Haynes Jr., <laughs> these beautiful men and these nigga ass civil rights names. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, let me just say this Nelly, when he first came on the scene. Fine as shit. Like he was like Nelly has one of those chiseled faces, those like striking eyes, great lips. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a beautiful man. Like and then at, and he's 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 not. How do I say this? He's aging because you can definitely tell. Look at mm-hmm. Nelly now and look at him then, but. It's not like it's 20 years. It's more like mm. 9 to 11 years tops. Mm. And, like, and the only thing that and that really amplifies that is that he works out. He's put on masks, mm-hmm. filled out slightly, um, you know, from grown man weight. But, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes. Put a pants mm. to the spot. Let me slide through. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Y'all going to jingle because it's Cornell Hayes Jr., nigga. Yes. I, I Cornell that Hayes. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, and then this last one. Um, Joseph Anthony, but in a second. Joe Bud. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I like love you, Ray Cole. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. Um. So, okay, so <laughs> color is pitch. Don't get me. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I, I love this. I love that we're having this dialogue, this exchange. 
So, okay, so I remember when Joe Budden hit the scene. This is like for our younger listeners. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, he was an up and coming, poised to be the next big thing on Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when he had a full head of hair. Oh, <laughs> this is when um, throwback jerseys and jerseys were all the rage. Mm-hmm. This is when mm-hmm. um, fitted caps were all the rage, and like that, it where the culture for men's fashion it was before it was right before the collared shirt business casual foray that culture went into so it was still street but it was polished street Mm -hmm. and joe budden like it was those lips they were super pink and like i remember like the promotional shots for joe it was like and then that voice like that grifty like i smoke newport 100s Mm-hmm. his voice and it was just like yes back then yes joe like and i i and to the part i mentioned earlier it's um it's interesting you say that because i had a i don't know if it was by design or it was curated or what but there was a time mm-hmm. that i was talking to or dealing with or interacting with niggas that fit that mm-hmm. type. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether they were regular Joes or, you know, professionals out there, mm-hmm. that was, you know, a type I was dealing with for a good amount of time. Now, Joe Budden is not ugly, and I'm not shameless <clears> or, <throat> you know, him being bald. I don't know if that's by choice or by force or whatever but he just he looks like um like if you drop the baked potato on the floor when you're pulling out dinner and then you're like oh i gotta make it still oh my god it's not intact Oh, you're gonna eat it, but you're only gonna eat it because you don't want to waste money. Um, get the fuck out of here! So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna split the baby on this. So, oh my god, Joe Budden oh 20 god. years ago, yes, Joe Budden now, maybe not is a no, cause... not a yes. Maybe. Okay, okay. He, I like that he's filled out. I will say this: I like that he's filled out. Um. And with him filling out the beard works, but I don't know. He just looked like in the face, like if you if you get into his face, he just he's look he looks like he's oh shit, age shit. But he just looks like he's had it rough, and maybe that's that karma, you know, for beating on women that has manifested <laughs> in his face, but it's there. <laughs> What? Oh my I'm god! Oh my god! That's funny because that nigga ain't got no chin. But yeah, that's um, baked I, potato. I, I agree. I Potatoes agree, but... with beards yeah. don't have chins. Yeah, because he he's a terrible person, but he's not an ugly person. So right. yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, god. this was interesting. Um, to see. Mm. So mm. we are going to um freshen up our cocktails. Uh, take a beat for a second and we're going to get back into what I believe is going to be a set of interesting fan castings and we're going to close things out with our table topic we're going to get a little vulnerable and show off maybe a little softer side with you guys because it's been some serious months Uh, we're going to talk about heartbreak and heartache and how we have navigated and how we are navigating and do we plan on navigating it in the future All right, we'll be right back. All right, all right, we back. Hope you filled your drink up. Got your medicinal marijuanas. (laughs) And are ready for this back half of the show. Right, all right. You know, thank you as well. I'm on pins and needles. All right, all right. So you uh, want to go first or you, you want me to? Oh, you go see, first. You go first. Okay, so I had. Uh, okay, I. 
Okay, better yet. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw it out there. Give me fancast for the movie Brown Sugar. I want Andre, Sydney, Francine, Chris, and Reese. Okay, so um full disclosure. Oh, okay. I I have never here's the funny thing. I owned Brown Sugar because my friend Milton used to work at the at um, Hollywood Video, and okay. he actually gave me a copy. Or he gave me the the DVD, and I never watched it. And then by the time <laughs> oh, no. I wanted to watch this, so this was back in like two thousand two two thousand three, and I had it in my collection. And then when I was dating one of my exes, they they swiped it, and it's not no longer in my DVD. Mm, okay, well, I, I know have... who Chris is. But I know I know the actors, but I'm I don't know. Okay, characters. Okay, we could switch it up because I had like three different options. Because I okay, yeah. Um, let's go with Hustle and Flow. Whew. Okay. Wait. <laughs> no. Um. Because <laughs> it's it's Terrence Howard, Taraji. Hmm. Anthony Anderson, but I don't so know, I don't know their. So names. I only I only picked out four. I mean, you okay, can do whatever okay. you want, but I, I picked out DJ, which is Terrence Howard, Suge, who was Taraji, Nola, who was Taryn Manning. Like considering that video she just dropped, like that was, <laughs> and then um the little white kid, uh Shelby is his name in a movie, and I think his name. There we go. Yeah. So I just said, let me just throw these four out. They recognizable ones, okay. hustle and flow. Uh, yeah. Okay, so for DJ Trevor Jackson. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Or Shug. Hmm. I can see that. Hmm. <clears throat> for Shug. Oh. Because I love this lady and I think she can do so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm thinking about seeing Taraji. In my head, I have Taraji looking like stressed out and sweaty. I think I think Kat Graham can do anything. Mm. So putting Kat Graham and Shug. I can definitely see that. Or DJ Qual's character. Martin Malella. Um. Everybody hates Chris. Chris's white friend. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why you said that? And I was thinking, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, yeah. No. 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 Frankie Muna. They're. I don't want to be interchangeable, but I, I can see him too. Um. <laughs> and Taryn Manning. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These, like, mm-hmm. I got. Of the same age bracket. Let's, so let me see. Um, see I'm gonna go with um, Leighton Meester, Miss Blair Waldorf herself from Gossip Girl. Oh, and nigga. not because they somewhat. I'm getting canceled. I mean, they kind of they 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 look like they could be in the same family tree. So I'm yeah. Go. Plus, I feel like she's got so much range to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's. I agree. That would be fucking crazy. I would watch that. I would watch that just to see how well she did. Man. Oh, yeah. I like that. I absolutely like that. Um, And that's the end of my 50 years of hip-hop theme. I tried to... I like it. I like it. (laughs) Okay, so mine is camp because here's the thing. Where this is not a show that I ever... You know how thing you're you know how you're aware of things but you're Mm -hmm. not tuned into it like you're aware of projects and you know a good deal of it and you see going in the background but you've never watched it with intent yeah i'm prefacing it with this this is a spinoff this is not a show that i ever would tune into regularly (laughs) i'm still baffled that people hold this show in such high regard because i like outside of a viral clip, 
<laughs> I will watch on YouTube. Uh, Mama killed him. Mama killed him. And, um, so I want you to fan cast and you can reimagine your full creative license. The Parkers. So we are doing oh. Parker, Kim Parker, <laughs> Q. Is it Q? Mm, T. Um, no. T. Um, T. Yeah, Lord. T. Von Lowe and uh, Professor Ogilvy. Mm, Professor Oh, bitch ass. Nikki Kim T. Stevie Professor. Okay, cool. All right, give me a Parkers that is. Uh, mm, I want. I want some. I want comedy. But I want a little bit of a little drama since we're doing all these damn reboots and stuff. Yeah, give me a dramatic comedy. Um, okay, Nikki Kim T. Stevie Professor. Let me let's start with the professor. Let's let's switch it up. Let me have. I gotta go with Sterling K. Brown. I, feel I like, like it. Damn. I like it. That's the nigga. That's the Professor Ogilvy. I can see you losing your mind out. Very tenuous. Yes. Absolutely. Just uh, just looks looks like what you want for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I can see uh, him as Professor Ogilvy. Um, let's go with... Let's, let's do Nikki. Who would be a good foil to... Mm, that's a hard one. Monique, no matter what you say about her, she really did that with that role. Um, so I would see the only that's this is hard because I watched that show and I liked it, but this is hard. Um I damn it. I would want okay. Now walk with me here because I'm gonna do some things again. Colors page is gonna come after me too. Uh I would want Tina. Tina knows. Tina knows. I feel like I <laughs> know listen. She, I, she may not, Beyonce can't, but she did them really <laughs> corny jokes with and this is so such a the loose thing to base this on. You know I what? Like doing... I think she, this, and this is not helping our point. This year, <laughs> but I, I want to say she had a supporting role in a Lifetime movie either the start of this year or the end of last year. Wasn't that the... That's one of the one with Michelle, was it? Yeah, Michelle was in it. Was okay, like, yeah. I didn't see that, but yeah. No, <laughs> yes, but I would like to see her in there because that 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 funny corny side of her with them damn jokes with blue and so like, I'm like I I would like to see this. It is not even just for her being Beyonce's mama. She's just a corny ass woman, and so I would like to see what would she do. Bad acting, be damn. Where she could piss a man off to make him want to divorce her. Who oh, no. <laughs> I mean, bring some of that yeah. into it too. Because hey, I say, yeah, does Richard Lawson. Yeah, he always was... look like she lucky she got some good pussy. Because I'm oh not... no, <laughs> every time they were interviewed together, he just looked over like yes. Yeah. I yeah, I, I I want that. I want them together. I want to see what 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 would she do with a Sterling K Brown? What would they do together? Okay. Uh, how would they play off each other? Um, let's see, Kim T and Stevie. Um, Kim C. I would want to go, which they look absolutely nothing alike, but I would want to go with um, I want to go with Mercedes. Um, uh, what's the girl real fucking name? Um, d d d d Amber Riley um, from Glee, Mercedes from Glee. I would. I think she oh, is a powerhouse okay. of a vocalist. No, I, I do. I think she's a powerhouse of a vocalist. I feel like if this is a Current day reinterpretation. You got the little TikTok generation. I feel like, eh. and plus I don't know a whole bunch of like extremely young, um, kind of up and comings that would be my child's age. I would have to go. I would have to go Amber. And again, they look nothing alike. But let's see how that works. Put this the Creole daddy, woman. <laughs> the daddy off screen is the connecting thread. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll, yeah. So then let's go with um. Look at T and Stevie. Um, I can't think of no 
white girl actor. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I want this to be some high end fucking um uh money on top of money on top of money as like beautifully cinematically shot as like shot so seriously and so well, but it's just a, a stupid ass comedy, but it's right. just shot like it's a damn million dollar movie. I'm still keeping still K Brown. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna go big. But Stevie, I want Margot Robbie. I don't care. I want Margot Robbie. Um for uh T, I want who is a big name? Give me Daniel Kalua. Yeah, I'm gonna switch all this shit up. For um for Kim, let me go with who um what is god damn it. Actually, well no, I don't want to go with her. Um fuck. Because Kim could always fucking sing. I feel like that, no matter who you cast, really, that's the big thing. Um, singing and comedic timing. Oh, I can't really... John, this is really hard. Um, so, Margot Romney, Daniel Kalua, Sterling K. Brown. Um, swap out uh, Tina for Angela Bassett. Don't care. I want the, the high budget. Um, and then yeah. I want Kim. Fuck. Okay, this is assuming I'm going to have a Moesha S spinoff from this. I'm going to go with um, well, Jennifer Hudson ain't really expensive. Um, <laughs> let me see. Who would <laughs> be... <shame. laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, if we go with, like, contemporaries who could, like... Mm, well... Who's the whole that could sing? John, this is really more difficult than I realized. What the fuck? Um, fuck it. Let's go with Kerry Washington. Can she all out. Well, she Don't matter. She can't. I don't I care. She got a little Broadway. I, I mean, she was in... Um, she was in Broadway. Uh, she was in Broadway. No, um, say the last dance. But no, because I feel like that's a good actors. is expensive-ass actors. These are serious ass actors that you're not going to expect. Maybe Sterling K. Brown to be in this like little sitcom. I would love to jokes. see the yeah. dynamic between Kerry Washington and Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I you think Angela could be. Hold on, let me look at something. Hold on. She's got to be older than Sterling. Kerry's mom. Mm, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I want I want some. Beautiful set pieces. I want it just like pristine, fucking over the top. I want you to look at the steels and think this is some fucking glass onion ass, uh, highbrow artistic piece. And they're just telling them silly ass jokes and shit. Shake your booty all night. Yeah. That's what I want. So I want like a black West Anderson yeah, she could, type. She could definitely, she would have been a teenage mom like that. It works. Angela mm-hmm. and Carrie, because Angela's 64 and Carrie is 46. Mm-hmm. There we go. See? So I want that. That's the part because I want. Okay. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I like how you revamped it at the end. And you yeah, damn. <laughs> you took, took a minute to get there, but yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, so indeed. I came up with this table topic. I, I was doing, I think I was leaving the gym because that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have not had to really deal with heartbreak and heartache in a mm-hmm. minute. And then I thought about how in the past I've coped. And then I was <laughs> like, I'm going to say this. Never again. I will, I will not ever deal with a broken heart because I'm just out of place in my life. I don't, I don't have it in me. I don't have any more energy in me to dedicate to that. I cry my eyes out. I, mm-hmm. you know, I've journaled, I, I've done all this and that. And I'm like, for heartbreak, like my last biggest heartbreak I will probably, and this is the thing, we weren't even, like, official. Like, if we were using current terms, it would have mm-hmm. been a relationship, and this is with a doctor, and this is back, like, this ended, like, the top of 2017. We had the top mm. 
for like six months and, you know, seeing each other and interacting. And it's just like, I think I mourned that. And I was just like, it's just weird. You go from having, you know, these romantic conversations and, and mm -hmm. these things that are deeply rooted in, you know, this is going to the next level. We're going to be dating and then it doesn't happen. And, and you're just running through, well, for me, I was running through different scenarios. Like, what did I do wrong? What could I have done wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, how, and that was more tame, but that was more recent. But, you know, in the past, you know, historically speaking, you know, the heartbreaks that I've gone through, ha I'll even go back to my my first big heartbreak. Like, I, when they say revenge body, like, mm. I got probably in the best shape of my life mm -hmm. after my first breakup. Like, I want to say I dropped, like, 35 pounds like mm. i was in jail i was eating right like i was determined to be like okay and it wasn't even a point where i you know was i didn't at that time i, I was i was hot and i knew i was hot i uh -oh. just needed to focus my energy other places it wasn't like oh my god i fell off and i gotta get mm -hmm. hot that's what you're saying yeah. so it was just like i just wasn't food i wasn't i was just so in my head because it took me a while to come back from that breakup and i just it just happened to be where it bled into i found the gym again mm -hmm. i stuck to it and things of that nature and it, it was it was a hard space and then i will say um a breakup like the lemonade and infected monkeys breakup that was a hard breakup um, because, and it wasn't, it was more so me because my thing is I invested so much and got mm -hmm. out of my return. Yeah. And I just felt like a failure because I don't think people realize how embarrassing it is to be in spaces where you know, where people know that you're being cheated on because they participated in said mm. accident. And then mm -hmm. it was one of those things where, you know, when your partner tells you they're not attracted to you, because I I don't think I, I think I did say this on the first episode. I didn't touch on it again. I had put on some weight um, when we had got to, like, I want to say maybe a year or two years in, I had put on mm -hmm. weight. You know, you get the happy weight and everything. Because mm -hmm. I remember when we first got together, he was like, damn, you fine. And then I remember like two years later, he was like, you used to be so far. <laughs> like just hearing that crush me. And I remember I was like, and because I had stopped, like we were just together all the time. And my routines had went away and I wasn't working out. And I, you mm -hmm. know, I put on the weight. And this is as this is my late 20s going into my you know 30s. So that metabolism changed, things were changing, and you know. It was a thing because I didn't look the same. And I remember mm -hmm. feeling just sad and depressed. And I remember there were times where I was like, okay, I'm going to, I know I can get back in shape because this is something I do. And, you know, he started noticing like, okay, okay. And then mm -hmm. we ultimately broke up and I, the dumbass of me was like, okay. That say less. I'm going. I'm. I'm actively going to get my revenge body because I put on this baby weight, and I got to get it off, and I, I got to be a hot boy again. And mm. I remember, I did, and I got to the second best shape I've been in my life, and like, it. It was just. It was sad. Like, I remember being sad every day for like six months every day yeah. I had, every day I was crying there like it, I didn't want to get up I only get up in the morning mm -hmm. it was just like oh my god like what like take me back and I'm like mm -hmm. I, I look at it and I struggle and you know I, I always have my go-to breakups like every time dealing the three songs I will play when I'm going through a breakup or a heartbreak one breakdown by Mariah Carey. Two, 
uh, Sleeping with a Broken Heart by mm -hmm. or, by John Legend, and then um, the third one. Oh, what is it? Seven whole love, seven whole days. Oh Lord! So that's my trifecta of breakup songs. So yeah, I just I it it takes so much energy out of me. But yeah, mm -hmm. so that that's my whole experience. Um, care to share what you want and um. I know this is kind of a a, a, a personal, mm. if you will. Well, I ain't never. I, I would no. I'm joking. Um, yeah, it's it's hard, man. Especially when you love hard, and I don't think you could really put a time limit on it. I know that you know it's kind of crazy when you, you see people who are together for like two weeks and now they're losing their fucking mind because they're so head over the heels in love. Right. But a lot of it is you know your attraction. Attraction is not care how long it's been um and so that and falling in love and falling in like with someone and having that comfort of their presence consistently being in person be it on the phone be it through text or whatever and to have that ripped away from you and not even necessarily for um whether it's mutual whether it's someone cheated whether y'all just grew apart it's never easy it might get easier to kind of expect or see but yeah for me it's been essentially the same i truly love hard and that's with friendships and relationships yes. and when they're gone i it's it's not easy i've spent plenty of nights um just sad just like walking in a fog just like existing after a relationship ended even relationships that were like bad for me where i'm like i had to end it it was still like this was my person who I was with. Yeah, I can stand up for myself and be like, I'm not going to deal with this anymore, but it doesn't change that there's still those good memories uh, or memories in general. Um, so it's, it's never been 100% easy. Now, some breakups have been easy to just be like, fuck it, it's over. But when you're really into someone and that is that that interaction is taken away, yes. It, it changes you. And I think it happens with everybody um, to some degree. And I think for me, one thing I love about having these breakups is going through a lot of them early on. Like I truly, even before like coming out and being in queer spaces, like I had folks I was attracted to. There may have been some, and I hesitate to say DL because we were all children and we were just like figuring shit out. But there were mm -hmm. those more, I'll say discreet relationships. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say discreet. We were like fucking teenagers, but um, there were even those relationships or intimate friendships that weren't crossing the threshold of like, oh, we go together. And even losing those were heavy for me. Um, and just for those of you who are like into Zodiac, because I'm not, I don't care about that. I'm a cancer, so I don't know if that if that means anything to y'all or helps you understand me a little better. Then, by all means take it and run with it but it i i've cried i have cried hard not every time but i've cried hard i have right. physically felt the separation from someone in yes, my body and it is it's 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 terrifying to think of it happening but over the years um i think i've done a good enough job at using my past experiences heartache and heartbreak to navigate new um dealings be it oh we might get together while we might be in a relationship or we might be together for a minute like i i try, I try to use that as like proof that just because it didn't work out and it might not work out for the next seven eight nine ten times doesn't mean that it'll never work out mm -hmm. and so i try to use the memory of those heartaches and heartbreaks to navigate the shit I might deal with in the future. So if I see motherfucker, we get together and I'm like, oh shit, it might not work out. Cause that's happened to me as recently as like I think a year ago. Oh, okay. Um it was somebody I was kinda kinda sort of talking to, dealing with, and it didn't work out. And I I could deal with it and move on, but my frustration was like out of the sheer ignorance because I'm very transparent. When I'm dealing with somebody, I'm transparent about X, Y, Z, A, B, and C because I feel like once you have, you you can't come back to me and be like, oh, I didn't have all the information. And so 
the way it ended pissed me off, but it wasn't, it was more or less the things that happened that led up to us like splitting. But even that was still hard. I was like, shit, I got to get up and go to work still. I'm feeling right. Like, oh my, shit. let me tell you this mm -hmm. that first time dealing with heartbreak at work and you have to do these things in a fast pace. And it's just like, mm -hmm. man, fuck this. I yeah, can't. I ain't for none of this. I'll be all you hoes asses in this motherfucker. Fuck y'all. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's never it's it's never nothing um for me anyways. I, I always feel something. I always feel some twinge of pain or hurt or whatever. But I I feel like I know how to navigate a little bit. You know um I don't know man. It's it it's hard. Right. <laughs> hard. Being a human is hard, and then you add all these intersectional identities and the way you move through the world and then bumping up against somebody who seems like y'all are aligned and for whatever reason y'all are not, but you've already invested this time. It's hard. Um, but I would never tell someone don't do it. I would much rather get my heart broken every time than to never experience love with somebody. So I, that's a risk that I'm fine taking. I love so, that answer, but so it, it kind of, has me asking this how mm -hmm. many more heartbreaks you got left in you dog um see i'm i'm i probably have unlimited because oh, bless I, your heart no 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 because i am heart. very i'm very straightforward so i just ran down all this shit about heartache whatever but there's a i'm not i'm very efficient if i'm talking to you and we decide that you know we doing whatever when the inconsistency pops up, I'm making sure I'm addressing it so that I don't have to walk down that road. So if it's a, you know, we're supposed to talk Thursday night at 7 and 7.15 roll around and I heard from you and we've been talking all day, I'm, I'm calling that shit out. Like, I'll, I'll let you call me at 12 and the first thing we're going to do is talk about what the fuck happened to you at 7. Like, because I don't, okay. I'm not allowing myself to get to that point. You know, if, if I do, it has to have happened some random natural way it's not me overlooking red flags so that's why i say unlimited because i don't i don't i do not fucking play you're not about to play in my face you're not about to do it i would much right. rather motherfucker fuck around with me and then be like you know what i was feeling this at first no i'm not i don't give a fuck what the reason is it could be i'm unattractive to you it could be now you found somebody else you want whatever it is just be honest with me and we can move right the fuck on because i don't so that's how i can say unlimited because i'm like what are the odds that I'm even going to get to that point? Because I'm, I, I let motherfuckers know very early I'm not with the shit, and if right. you ain't fucking with me, that's fine. Like we can be cool or we can not. So that's why I say unlimited. I, I think I have. Okay. Now, if I get to that point, that's all. That's what happens. But yeah. What are your three go-to songs when you're dealing with heartbreak and heartache? Um. Ooh, that is um. Oh, I I love fucking music. I would probably have a playlist of shit just playing on repeat. A lot of okay. like, but um, if I got to give a song, it's probably I have to be somewhat Emory. Probably mm, love her voice. Um, damn, bro. Of course, it would be some shit from the nineties too. When you said that seven whole days, that shit hit me hard. Oh one, my god! Like, uh, I I want to say. When he and I, because I, because it was what went, it was like he go essentially, he goes to me like he he saw the t text it said mm -hmm. red, and then he just never responded, and I never saw him again, and he would he would read he would view my Snapchat stories. I'm like mm -hmm. you. You didn't respond to my text, and you just kind of cut me off. I was hot. I, ooh, I was hot about that. No, I understand. I'm ready nigga. to fight that nigga. Shit. Um. Then I played that. I played seven whole days. So I remember I was parked in my the parking lot of my Ben Complex with on repeat for about forty five minutes, and it's a four minute mm -hmm. song, just over and over. Because I'm like, it's mm -hmm. been a, it's been a week since I sent you the message. You've not replied. I'm not going to call you because I got a little bit of pride left. And, but you watching my Snapchats every fucking day. Fuck that nigga. Stab him now. I don't care if it happened before. <laughs> Stab that nigga now. 
Um, yeah, but I would have to. I would probably have to go with with some, see. I would probably play an album on fucking repeat. But I, I would say Seven Old Days as well. I would probably go with something Mary J. Blige. Probably some. Oh yeah. I want to say Not Gonna Cry. Probably, I don't know. Probably, probably some Not Gonna Cry. I don't know. That seemed dramatic, but I am dramatic too. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. And then, um, shit. I listen to so much fucking music, man. Um. Another one, probably Aaliyah Journey to the Past, the Anastasia okay. soundtrack. I'm not just playing Rowan to <laughs> That would be silly as shit. But I, you know, people grieve how they grieve. Um, honestly, I don't know, bro, because I got so much, so many playlists, so much, so much music, but it would be something probably just 90 something. I would probably just throw on Erica Badu that live album. Right. And just play that shit on repeat. That because that's how I, that's me in those high um, emotional situations. It's like give me live music, blasting through the house. I clean up, maybe go to sleep, but it would it would probably be that next lifetime for sure. Um, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm gonna go with final answer. Erica Badu's whole fucking uh, live album. Erica Badu experience. I'm here for it. Rain, let the yeah. listeners know where they can find you and then take us out with something in the vein of being a perfect mutant. Oh, okay. Um, hit me up on uh Twitter and on TikTok, Carefree Blurred, uh YouTube, Carefree Black Nerd, really everywhere, Carefree Black Nerd. Um and here, of course, every month. Talking shit. Teaching you motherfuckers. Yes, indeed. Um, it's something that you said the perfect mutant. Oh, okay. Um, oh, something no, in the oh. vein of <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, what would she say? I don't know. Um, something shady. Some some fucking housewife type shit. <laughs> Let me say, Monet, Yvette, Clarissa, Maria, Teresa, Saint Croix. Um, all you bitches is my sons. All you mutants is less than one. I am the true Omega, Alpha, Beta, and everything in between. Fuck you, Havoc. Fuck you, Cyclops, and fuck you, Gene. Do better, Marvel girl. This is Monet. Out. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Bye, yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs>